what's going on bitches no i don't want to do this this is so weird it's been so long since we since we did a pilot of a show that i feel the doing the intro feels awkward um fuck it ladies and gentlemen what's going on people this is welcome to a new i would call this a social experiment but it's not really a social experiment because i don't like people this is an experiment with my brother this is called my brother's keeper ceo hayes and jb and if this is your first time hearing either me or jb and you're not familiar with us that's fine welcome but on this podcast you're gonna get it's gonna feel like you jumped in the middle of a conversation in the middle of something that was already going because this is my brother we've been podcasting together on and off for like the last six years so the conversations here are going to be free-flowing no strict topics this is a like i said kind of experimental but not really because me and jb can talk about anything but i've prefaced this shit enough what's going on jb What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, good people listening out there? Like you said, this is just going to be raw and uncut, not to t- not to not to steal a line from anybody. But yeah, totally unscripted. We're just going to shoot the shit and uh, try something new. Like you said, it's not necessarily experimental, but it's just something new. Exactly, exactly. And the thing that uh, I was I, I was excited when we came up with this idea to do. And for like I said, if you guys are listening, um, it's your first time introducing uh, being introduced to me and JB. This podcast is not going to have a strict release schedule. Sometimes we may release every week for a while. Sometimes you may not get an episode from us for two or three weeks. This is literally just when we come together, we're going to talk our shit. We're going to have fun. We're going to do our thing. And as far as like the subject matter, it can be anywhere, as you'll see on this episode. All right, JB. So before we get into like some of the stuff we want to talk about, your overall goals for this podcast, just so people can know this is their first time listening to Hayes and JB. What's your goal with this podcast? My goal with this podcast is, is just to basically, there are no goals. There are, I have no goals, to be quite honest with you. I, I'm just shooting this shit with my brother. I'm sure uh, we're going to have people listening in along for the ride. They're going to you know, want to state their opinions. I've said multiple times, you and I have done so many podcasts in the, in the past, but I feel like it's always pigeonholed and niched where we're talking about wrestling or we're talking about movies or we're talking about you know something like that. Now we just have an open platform, basically. We can just talk about whatever. And like you said, it's two brothers talking, and it's an open platform. We're looking for people to join in, and it's just the, the conversations that we're going to get out of this is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny because um, on one of our more recent episodes, uh, one of the f- pieces of feedback I got was it was one of the ones where we went on a rant, and we was like three minutes of us just cracking jokes on each other. And they were like, that shit was hilarious. And I'm like, little do you know, we got something special planned. Um, so just hearing shit like that just reminds me of like how how excited I am to do this. But fuck it, let's 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 get into it. I know this is at this point now is like a week or so old. Um, but one of the first things that we are going to be talking about: Steve Nash getting hired as a head coach of the Nets, um, which. To me, it makes sense. To me, if somebody would have just blindly, even back then when he was playing with the Suns, somebody said Steve Steve Nash is going to be a head coach in the NBA someday. All right, that that figures. But you know, we live in this day and age, and I'm a black man for anyone who's not seeing us on video, so I can say this shit. But we live in we live in a day and age where people are so motherfucking sensitive racially, and then but my people get on this damn thing of. Oh, well, it should have been a black. They, they have this long list of people that it should have been and don't take into consideration anything else other than just naming a bunch of black people. Steve Nash, I think, is going to do good in this role. A lot of first time head coaches don't don't. It's very rare that a, co- a first time head coach in his first job stays around for like a decade. It's possible. But I think ultimately Steve Nash is going to be a solid head coach. What do you think of all this, bro? 
Yeah, I think I think Steve Nash is definitely gonna be a solid head coach. I've said it multiple times recently, and even before this, I believe Steve Nash is one of the greatest minds in the history of the sport. Uh, sport. I mean, his IQ is 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 high. And for anyone that's followed him, I mean, I'm 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 not necessarily a fan of his, but I admire his work. And uh, for anyone who's followed him, you see what his IQ is like. So, if there's guys like Steve Kerr and some of these other guys, uh, you know that have had such a successful career, Doc Rivers, who were players once, and then they, they went on to coach. I don't see why he wouldn't be a, a good coach. Now, where the issue come up, came up here is like this this thing about, oh, why was he offered the role and, and not other black um, coaches? And for me, I don't give a shit the color of the coach, but let it be the right person. There's so many different aspects and layers to the story. Kevin Durant has been mentored by Steve Nash for quite some time. Yeah. And Kevin Durant, who is your franchise player, wants him. So what's if Kevin Durant is who gives a fuck what you think, what I think, or what everybody else thinks? And that's the thing that people that people forget about this, is that the players, it wasn't just Kevin Durant. Kyrie wanted him. I think uh, Spencer did what he wanted him as well. Like, these are these those are three of your best players, if not the three best players on the team, period. And you listen to your players. We are now in an age in sports specifically in basketball where the players are empowered so much now so you you'd be crazy if they if they've Kevin Kevin Durant has worked with this guy for so long if he's telling you no I want him as my coach listen I I got I have I have my things I don't think this Nets experiment is going to work overall you got two injury prone superstars with like one and a half good knees between the two of them but at the end of the day <laughs> other than that like you got to trust your players. Like, and the thing is, if this was LeBron asking for this, nobody would question it. If LeBron I, I came mean, out and said, "I want, I want Steve Nash to coach the Lakers," nobody would question it. Of course not. And uh, you know, uh, for those who don't know, I'm a gigantic uh, Knicks fan, which you know I've went through a lot of pain in the in the last <laughs> twenty or so years. However, yeah. during the last off season, we were one of the top teams that Kyrie and 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 uh, Katie were supposed to come to, mm-hmm. and things fell through. And don't get me wrong, I was salty as shit. I didn't really want Kyrie. I wanted Katie, but after Katie got injured, I'm like, oh god, he's he's with that sort of injury. You know, you don't know how these guys will bounce back. But leaving that out, I, I it really I, I don't even know how to feel about this because it's so many different things going on where. Why do we have to now bring now? If this was any other sport, if this was football or baseball, maybe, maybe I could listen and s- try to see a point in what what some of the and it's not all people. Some people are saying, but in this sport of basketball, where I think more than any other sport, the players are like you said, use the beautiful word empowered. I don't think the NBA players will take shit from anybody. Maybe the football players will, and baseball players, and, and hockey players, but in basketball. No, that it's just not going to happen. LeBron is not going to make that happen. Yeah. So if Kevin Durant and, and and the Nets did not want a white coach, I promise you they wouldn't have a white coach. Yeah. And the, so the other aspect of this that I that I want to talk about when we said we were going to talk about that, I, I couldn't wait to talk about this topic. People keep saying Mark Jackson, right? Why didn't Mark Jack? Why isn't Mark Jackson a head coach? Why didn't he get this job instead of Steve Nash? Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson. Listen. I will say, as a coach, if we're just taking not the personal thing in it, as a coach, Mark Jackson should have an NBA job, but he fucked himself over. Yeah, yeah. So again, Mark Jackson has ties to 
the Knicks. Mark Jackson played for the Knicks for a while, yeah. and I was a huge. I, I went from being a, a huge Mark Jackson fan to actually hating Mark Jackson at one point because we were in a huge rivalry with the Pacers, and you know Mark Jackson was there during Reggie Miller times, yeah. but. I loved him as a commentator and I loved him as a coach. And I really thought that he was an okay coach, but he had almost the same team Steve Kerr had. Don't get me wrong. They, 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 they were still, successful. They still, yeah. I was about to say they, 55 games. They won that year. With yes, they were, yeah. they were successful, but we, we could, we could talk about some certain teams like the Rockets, for example, mm. you're successful every year in the season, but, the season doesn't matter when it comes time playoff time. Yeah. It's can you Can't get the, get can you the get hump. that last can you get that last win of the season, w- meaning the last game of the playoffs? Can you get that W? Because that's the only one that's ever going to matter. And Mark Jackson is not that guy. Now you're bringing Steve Kerr, and Steve Kerr gets the job done. And, and not only do they even improve on the season, but he gets the job done. They win how many championships have they won already under Steve Kerr? Two. So you know. Yeah. No, they won three. Three, my bad. Yeah, three. Three, and it, it has nothing to do with Steve Kerr being white. Yeah. It's just that I think Steve Kerr, and I don't even, I won't even say Steve Kerr is a better coach than Mark Jackson even. It all has to do with how the players are going to react to the coaches. And also, obviously, the coach's talent has something to do with it, what plays they're going to run defensively and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's just, it's just these, these things just happen in sports. Steve Kerr is a better coach than Mark Jackson in the sense that his offense is more fluid than Mark Jackson's was. Not that Mark Jackson's offense was terrible, but I think Steve Kerr's better at making adjustments than and what spacing. Mark Jackson yeah, than ever was. So um, those are things that separate him. But, yeah, like I said, it's it's Mark Jackson's personality. Like, he bumped heads with ownership. He eventually bumped heads with players. Some of the things he said that's, that's not PC, and I'm not one to be PC all the time, but when you have like all this stuff combined, ownership is basically blackballed him. It's like Mark Jackson isn't if he was a Phil Jackson level coach, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to. But he Mark Jackson is just a really solid coach that you can find people who don't bring that headache. That's basically what it boils down to. And it has let me reiterate this, even though you're not, you're not saying it, I know I know you're thinking you like you know this already. Mm-hmm. It has not to do with again him being black. I think Doc Rivers can go and say fuck you to everybody and still get a job the next oh, day because yeah. he's, he's earned the right. himself. Yeah, exactly. He's earned the right. Um, he's earned the right, like you said. Yeah, now, so. let me ask you a question okay. about this. Why is it, and I, I posted this on social media, you had a coach like David Blatt mm-hmm. who was coaching the Cleveland Cavs. Yeah. They, at the time, were 30 and 11 mm-hmm. on pace to win 60 games. Yet he gets fired. I understand that they had they had like issues, some small issues, yeah. but they were winning. They were the number one team in the league, if I'm not mistaken, or at least in the Eastern in Conference the East, at the yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Uh, you're right, because I think Golden State was going on that crazy tear that year. So, yeah, he's the top coach of the East. He gets fired. LeBron wants Tyron Lue. How come this, this didn't come up? Oh, well, you know, it's a white coach. No one gave a shit because it was LeBron James. Well, yes, that, and that's that was the point that I made earlier, is that the people blindly – when it's LeBron, he's the best player in the league. And Michael Jordan got the same leeway, too. Like, Le- sure. MJ could do whatever the fuck he wanted to, and it was MJ is going to be cool. Uh, but I think it's just so much negativity around the Nets. I think, A, the franchise has been on the downturn in the last 30 years. Let's just be be real. They had, like, that four-year stretch when it was uh, Jason Kidd and uh, – don't get me – I don't remember. Kenyon Martin? That's like, was he on that team, too? Yeah, I think I think Kenyon Martin yeah. was there for a little bit. So, um – so, but other than that, like they, so they, 
A, their fan base sucks. They've moved, whatever. And then people hate Kevin. People hate Kevin Durant right now. The fact that Kevin Durant wanted it, I think I I don't think people will admit it, but that is part of the backlash too. Even if it's even if it's subconsciously, because people just don't like. Ever since the Twitter thing, t- people don't like Kevin Durant. No, I, I think he's one of the most mentally fragile superstars. Ever. He, oh man, you like you talking about in, in in your feelings, bro? Yeah. That dude is super sensitive, super sensitive. And you can t- and it's so funny because like he came in the league and he had this like moniker of being so quiet, and he was like. Him and Derrick Rose are very similar in that sense early in their career. They were just they just came and played and you respected them for it. But as he's gotten older, it's just like you start seeing like even the re- the way he reacts to media, like it's easy to get under Kevin Durant's skin. And that's why I think Kevin Durant is never going to win another title. Not that he doesn't have not that he's not the second best player in the league. He's all that raw talent. But but when you can we we know the playoffs is a psychological game as much as anything. Kevin Durant was able to win in the finals because that pressure was off of him because he had Clay, he had Draymond Green, who we know Draymond does whatever the fuck he wants to. That team was built to not let anybody get to Kevin to Kevin Durant mentally. On this team, listen, you can't tell me that him going up against, like, for example, Jason Tatum is not going to get in fucking Kevin Durant's head. It's over with. Also, I have to, this is off topic, but I, I wholly disagree with him being the second best player in the league. Who do you think is the second best player in the league? Kawhi, I think. I can't argue. I can't argue. Like so, the, the let me ask you this: It question. depends on the team that they're on. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to ask you, yeah. in your opinion, because we've been watching basketball forever. Yeah. What do you consider? What really makes someone a top player? Because for me, it's not only um uh, like individual accolades. Because then, like we could say freaking James Harden, yeah. but also making the players around. As much as it's I like, hate, yeah, LeBron James, he makes everybody around him a better player. But I don't necessarily think Kevin Durant does that as well as Kawhi Leonard does. Well, I think so. I don't. Kawhi's had to do it. The system that he was in at the Spurs, he's always had to make people around him better. When you look at Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant played with Russ the whole part of his career. He went right from Russ to Golden State. Kevin Durant has had somebody on his team that's at the same level as him everywhere that he's gone. And that person has been the more boisterous one. Kevin Durant's never had to be that that type of player. So I, I don't know that he can't do it. He hasn't necessarily had to do it yet. That doesn't mean that he can't do it. But Kawhi, listen, if Kawhi hasn't showed anything else, and I know the, the, the Raptors are still doing really good and everything, but if, if Kawhi hasn't shown anything, Kawhi is one of those rare players that you can put him on any team. He doesn't have to have it built around him. He makes any team he goes to better. You can pluck him and put him on the on the Knicks, and they will make it almost to the conference finals the next year because he just makes people. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm Let's telling not you, get crazy. No, Let's bro, not get crazy. I'm telling you right now. We're and so that, horrible, and, that, bro. and that's that's how that's how high of a regard I hold Kawhi's skills at because the Knicks have all those young players that haven't reached their potential. They're going to reach their potential with playing with if, if if theoretically they were to play with Kawhi. No, I agree with you. I agree with you, and I think a lot of that has to do with his adaptability. Yeah, and he, he's just a smart guy, and he's. The exact opposite of what you were just saying about Kevin Durant, where Kevin Durant lets all this shit get in, get into his head. I think Kawhi Leonard gives zero fucks about what anyone says. He's just there to win play it. ball, make money, and, and win. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I bet. I bet you. I bet you in the off season, Kawhi, all he does, he do, he trains just like he does in the season. He watches a lot of TV, 
and he fucks bitches. That's all he does in the <laughs> offseason. But we'll never hear about it. It'll never be any controversy. I bet you he has them sign NDAs out the ass. I know. I know. It's like, like sign the NDA as they're taking off their, their panties. <laughs> but let me ask you, since we're on this sports tip, I do have okay. to ask you something. All right. And I meant to ask you this before, but I'm just now thinking about it. So let's talk about Jimmy Butler the third, Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy G Buckets. Buckets. So this man played for your team. For those who don't know, Hayes' favorite team is the Chicago Bulls. He's always been a Bulls fan. Yeah. This man played for your team for, I believe, six years. Don't quote me on that, but I believe yeah. it was like 11 to 17. Outside of Derrick Rose's MVP year, when you guys went to the finals. Mm-hmm. We didn't. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Finals. Conference finals. Right. LeBron, he beat you guys. Outside of that, you guys didn't really go anywhere finals-wise after that year with Jimmy Butler. Now... He's fresh on Miami Heat. Well, that, they find himself in a conference finals. What are your thoughts on well, that? Okay. Let, so let's let's preface this. So first, Jimmy Butler didn't come until two years after Derrick Rose's MVP season. Oh no, man. He he started in twenty eleven, I think. Okay, maybe he didn't start starting. Like he he was he was Jimmy that that so the year that Derrick Rose tore his ACL, which was after the year after the conference finals, we did have Jimmy. I think that may have been Jimmy's first year. But Jimmy didn't get any minutes for real. Um, most of the season. So, but Jimmy's progression has always shown that he's able to do that. The fact that we were able to stay as good as we were while Derrick Rose was working through it, the thing that hurt hurt Jimmy Butler when he was here is that team was built for Derrick Rose. And Jimmy and Derrick Rose are two completely different players. Then when they changed coaches to Fred Hoiberg, he's a fucking idiot. So, he like, is. it just... <laughs> but no, I mean, I've always respected Jimmy. Um, I think seeing Jimmy's rise for me was uh, was second only to seeing Derek Rose. like keep in mind I was I don't remember most of Michael I was alive most of Michael Jordan's career but I don't remember it like that so for me seeing it on my team that was the, the second best rise because Jimmy went from this player that we drafted that people thought well who the hell is this guy to he the he became the starting two guard to he was shutting people down so no Jimmy's always had that I even tweeted out bro if they let Jimmy Butler get in the finals lethal it's going to be dangerous, bro. So I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm petty as shit. Mm. And people that have like played for the Knicks and have done just semi-okay, there's so many instances that I can say where people played for the Knicks and they were maybe just a little bit mediocre. Mm. And they left the Knicks and they became freaking superstars yeah. or way above average players. And I was salty. I'm like, where the hell was this when you were in New York? Do you have any of that towards J- Jimmy Butler? It sounds like you're happy for him either way. But no, yeah. are, are you at all like, where the hell was this when you were playing for no, us? No, because he had it. He had it. He just didn't have good, a good team around him at all. Um, and, and he's matured too. But I think I'm not like that with Jimmy because I want to see Jimmy win. Um, but for the most part, as much as people shit on the Bulls, we've been on the other side of that in the in the better way. When we let we – let, we let Ben Gordon go to uh, Detroit. Keep in mind, Ben Gordon was a 20-point-a-game scorer with us. Mm-hmm. After he went to Detroit, three years later, he wasn't in the league. We let we let, we let let uh, Joe Kim Noah go. Two years after leaving us to go to you guys, the Knicks, basically a non-factor. Now, he's picked back up as a role player now. Luau Deng, out of the league two years after we got rid of him. Kurt Heinrich left, went to Atlanta, came back, had a nice career here. So, for the most part, when, we, when, we, when the Bulls cut people, as much as people don't want to admit it, it's proven that they shouldn't have given them that money. Keep in mind, the year before D- Dang left, we had a $40 million contract on the table with him. He did nothing after that. 
nothing after that. He got basically that same contract with Minnesota and didn't do anything for real. So I mean, the Bulls the Bulls make smarter decisions make smart decisions when it comes to letting players go more than they don't. But the Jimmy thing I understood. They let Jimmy go because Jimmy is a hard player to build around. And Jimmy didn't want to be there anymore. Let's be real. He he just no, was I think with Jimmy would have been man. a bull. He would have been glad being a bull for life, but he was tired of the like we finally got rid of the front office. They would have made this move back when we still had Jimmy. Jimmy would have never left the Bulls. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, cuz a lot of the issues were with the front office, but yeah. now he's with the Heat and um we'll see how the at, at the the time of this recording they're in the conference finals, Eastern Conference Finals. They're winning on game 7 between the Raptors and Celtics and you know, as much as I want to see the Clippers beat the Lakers, well first of all, the Lakers have to pl- pass the Rockets, but if the Lakers do pass the Clippers, how ironic would it be if Miami plays the Lakers and Miami beats Lakers in the finals? Wouldn't that be ironic as shit? Historically, Jimmy Butler is the second best defender on LeBron James historically. So Full disclosure, I- I'm a probably the number one biggest LeBron heater. Oh, I hate so, LeBron. If I could yeah. if I can get away with it, I would run on the court and hit LeBron in the kneecap with a Beno baseball bat and never think twice about it. Oh, uh, damn. I hate that fucking bad. LeBron James. Oh man, we've been on sports for a long time, which is fine. It's fine. We're gonna right. go where we go. Um, I guess let's just do this before we leave it. Picks for the finals right now. Two teams to make it to the finals. Who are you picking? Just predictions or who I want? Uh, let's do both. Who do you want to make the finals? Who do you think is gonna make the finals? I like to see Kawhi and Jimmy G, um, that's, in the nice. finals. Yeah, um, that's what I want. What I think we're gonna get. Uh, unfortunately, I think we're gonna get LeBron, and I think we're gonna get um. The Raptors. Okay. I So, full disclosure, I think it's hard for me, as much as I think the Raptors definitely can beat Boston, it's not like it's, it's forego conclusion or not, but I don't know if you heard it in my voice before. I really do think three years from now, Jason Tatum is going to be looked at as one of the top five players in the NBA. I can – top five? I, I really do think that, bro. Well, actually, you know what? No, no, no. Five – yeah, because – I don't think LeBron's going to be in the league five years from now. There's a lot of guys that are not going to be in the league five years from now. So I could maybe see that. I could possibly see that. And uh, him, him and John Morant is like the two young players that I'm on the lookout for right now. Um, go ahead. Well, but- yeah. I mean, that, j- just real quick before we get off of of, of um, sports, um, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, Zion Williamson had all this hype coming out of, of college and no one really talked much about John Morant. And I think that dude was, I, for me, that was the guy that should, you know, I understand why Zion had all the, all the, uh, the, the glitz and glamor. Cause he was the, he was that, that guy. But as the season progressed, John Morant was the guy even more than RJ, uh, than RJ Barrett. I mean, we have RJ Barrett, the Knicks, but yeah. he was garbage. So Zion is is great because it's going to be great because of his physicality. It's not many people who can match his combination of size and speed. But John Morant, combination of skill, heart, and the fact that he plays defense, bro, he's going to be a superstar. He is. He is. Superstar. Um, But all right, sidetrack. Finals. I'm actually going to say the Heat and the Clippers in the finals are are who I think are going to make it, who I want to make it. I want to see Boston. A Boston and L.A. finals, bro. Oh, nostalgia. Yeah. Hey, there, there you have it. So uh, that's 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 who I want just for nothing but nostalgic reasons. And I hope LeBron loses. And I hope there's like a passing of the torch. Like I just, yeah, that's just, that's who I want. But uh, all right, what, what we got next, bro? Where we go? So we're all, we're done with sports. So what do, where do you want to go next? 
You want to go to the entertainment next? Let's, yeah, let's go to the entertainment world next, bro. What we got? You want to talk about? Let's talk about Dr. Dre. <laughs> Damn, bro. Bro, what? She want two million a year? What? Is that what bro, she wants? Bro, she want two million a month. Not a month? A year. A month. A month. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and talk. Fam. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break down. Fam. Where she came up with this? Fam. Fam. There's no way in hell. First of all, they all their kids are grown too, right? Like they don't have little yeah. kids. No. Like I what? Think the youngest is like 19 or yeah, something. Yeah, fuck all that. Like what the fuck you need to listen? I'm gonna tell you what she needed for. You okay. ready? Go ahead. All right. I, I know you I know you are you are you are a financial guru like myself. So <laughs> numbers come easy to you. So maybe you'll be able to understand. So here here's where she comes up with the 2 million. Number 1, for laundry and cleaning, 10,000 a month. For clothes, 135,000 a month. For education, 60,000 a month. For entertainment, 900,000 a month. For charitable contributions, 125,000 a month. Mortgage, 100,000 a month. Telephone, cell phone and email, 20,000 a month. So it adds up to really about 2.5, but because she's so generous, she's asking for 1.9. Thoughts. Bitches be tripping. <laughs> That's no. Bro, here's my thing. Telephone, cell phone, and email, $20,000 a month. Who the fuck you got as your carrier, bro? I mean, for $20,000 a month? Oh, my Jesus. Fam, uh, okay. So this, is, this is the this network is the in Mars? This is, this is the issue, right? Is, okay. And I and I don't get me wrong. I understand the, the point of if a woman's been not working and taking care of the home, and then when they they get divorced, her getting a nice chunk of money because all that time that could have went into her career went into taking care of your home and your family. I get that, right? But in no situation, I don't care how much Dr. Dre is worth. He shouldn't. Eight hundred sh- million, by the way. Huh? Eight hundred million. Well, shit. And if he's giving her two hundred million, two. I mean, two two million a month. He's gonna blow through that shit quick. Um, but he there's to, like stop producing and just like become a postman or some like, shit. There's there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to write her a five million dollar check and just saying go about your life i don't know bro and she she's like hardcore on this this is this is crazy and i'm gonna i'm gonna shortly i'm gonna read something here because i i did pose a question uh recently because i i I just want to make sure i understand and we understand because we're both guys obviously i want to make sure i understand where like the ladies you know where their mindset is and what they're thinking because like you said, a lot of the people were, you know, if you've you've had some sort of, of uh, lifestyle and you're used to some sort of lifestyle, um, it's understandable that you want to upkeep it. But some of these things are just crazy. I mean, there's no way she's spending that much now. Like what? Twenty thousand on the cell phone. What? What carrier does <laughs> what? Like, what are you doing? What? What, what the fuck is, you have? Like you can get you can get, you can, like Juno or some you shit can get unlimited everything right now for from T-Mobile for ninety nine dollars a month. Like, what are you what? What the hell is happening? get that bear boost phone and some shit <laughs> so i don't understand but i'm gonna read if you don't mind i'm gonna read some of the the comments that some of the ladies po- it, it seemed that most of the guys were kind of agreeing with us like she's nuts and etc cetera, etc cetera. and most of the some of the girls some of the ladies agreed with us but there were some other ladies that for example uh someone said it all depends on the lifestyle and finances during the relationship do we know if and what their budget is? What if it's four mil and she wants just half? The situation depends on what their spending was as a couple and family, in my opinion. I'm going to read a couple more of these and then I want I want to get your take. Uh, 
somebody said excessive and unnecessary. Who the fuck needs 20000 a month for a phone bill, which we just said. Uh, somebody said, uh, I think we all see the, and this is a good point, actually. I think we all see this gigantic number, and we're thinking about it compared to our own expenses. And in that case, it's obviously unreasonable. If you think about what her lifestyle is like, these numbers make a lot more sense. Each of her security personnel would need to be paid a livable wage and and uh, even minimum hours, full-time job and minimum wage in California, it's about 18000 per security guard, chef, et cetera. But we know they're most likely hiring qualified people who will be paid above that. This is just one example. Um, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read one more. They were married for 24 years, have two grown children. They married in 96. That's when Dre was at his peak with practically all his music. I'm sure she helped. She took care of the kids, supported him, and yes, is also comfortable with a certain lifestyle. So I don't think it's unreasonable at all what she's asking for. It also says 60000 a month for tuition and education. This isn't for her kids. They're over the age of child support. So that means she is going to do something for herself. Um, and, uh, well, she is. I, I don't know why people think a woman is so dependent or a gold digger for wanting that money. She dep- She spent 24 years with him, supporting him, most likely putting off what she wanted to do, take care of the kids and whatever else was needed while she, she, he was making that First money. First of all, First of all, let's just be what real. What kind of $60,000 a well, month? No, but way. nobody who's this, who has that amount of money are taking care of their kids. Like, she's not at home homeschooling. Like, I guarantee you they've had a cook. I guarantee you they've gone to a private school. I guarantee you that they have uh, maids and everything else. What the fuck are you doing at the house? Like, for real. Like, real. And, and, and I, that's, not to, that's not to marginalize what stay-at-home mothers do. But we got to keep in mind, she's not doing that shit. Like, let's just be real. She's not doing what, what my, my mom and your mom would have done if they were stay-at-home moms. You're not doing it. Like, you you have so much other stuff that's that's that you – so many more benefits by being famous. Like, I, I guarantee you she probably she probably cleaned the kitchen one time in the last year. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of hate for that guy. I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah, this is a show where we want all that smoke. All we, smoke. we want all of it, all of it. But, I mean, also another thing is we're – we're talking about this, but I feel and and I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But for example, Bezos, when he got his divorce, his wife got thirty five billion, and I don't think people were reacting this hard. So I'm just trying to figure out thirty five billion versus twenty four million. And also, let me let me also but that, say but this. See, that's the thing. That's that's twenty four million a year for how long? Bezos' wife got the reason why it was I guess easier to digest. He cut her a check. She went about her business. Like, how long is she expecting this this twenty million this two million dollars a month? Well, that's what I was saying. I think the two million dollars a month is just a, not going to be like a forever thing. It's a temporary thing. But no matter, let's say it goes on for 12, 16, 18 months, that's still ridiculous to me. And then, then it'll get to where he just cuts her a check, just like how you know most um, you know alimony works. You just cut a check and that's it. They don't have to worry about child support and shit. The kids are grown. But even if it's a year, a year and a half, you're talking. Well over forty million dollars, depending on how long it lasts. One year alone is almost twenty five million dollars. So that's cra- that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I mean, hey, to each their own, I guess, bro. That's all I got to say, man. To each what their what own. do you have some word of advice for one, Dr. Dre? It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that wants he's the one that wants divorce, if I understand correctly. Bro, that shit. Fuck all that. Like, listen. You can stay in your wing of the house. I'll stay in my wing of the house. Word. Word. <laughs> as, exactly. as someone who went through a divorce themselves, bro, like, 
Yeah, Jesus Christ, that shit. That's a lot of fucking money, man. That is a lot of motherfucking moolah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Our other piece of news though, we got in, in the world of entertainment, and you know, I'm sure we're gonna crack some jokes about this. But Tory Lanez shooting Megan the Stallion in the foot, which happened a while ago. <laughs> um, but the thing that's fucked up about this, and yeah, that's fucked up too. Let's let's make sure. There should never be a situation unless your life is threatened in which a man needs to shoot a woman, even pull a gun out on a woman. But I'm a, I'm a couple of real, real bad, bro, because you know, I shouldn't even be laughing, laughing. But this whole story is just fucked up. I mean, yeah, the whole story, like and don't get me wrong. Like, it's sad. Like, I, I, I get why, like, if the first thing that fucking comes to your mind when you hear this is Harlem Nights, which makes me crack up. Like, I love Harlem Nights. But. All jokes aside, like, and then he apologizes via text message and then just says, oh, my bad. I got way too drunk, bro. Me and you both like our alcohol. Have you ever been drunk enough to want to shoot a motherfucker in the foot? Because that's never happened to me. I can honestly say all the times I've drunk tequila, the thought has never crossed my mind of saying, I'm going to shoot this motherfucker in the foot. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what no one really knows except them two what really happened. And um, it could just be him bullshitting and him. You know, just trying to get out of possible jail time, which I think that's that's definitely coming now that all this is out. And, uh, you know, it's Megan uh, Thee Stallion has said she he shot her. So I think he's he's definitely going to get booked, obviously. Um, I don't know what to think about this, bro. Something happened because no one gets that. Like you just said, no one gets that drunk and you shoot somebody. It doesn't now I understand if it's someone you have beef with and and whatever and something like that or in the heat of the moment. But I don't understand. And then. He texted her and he said, you know, I'm sorry for what he never said. I'm sorry for shooting you. But he did say, I'm sorry for what happened. You know, blase, blase, blase. I don't know. It just and she didn't come out with it publicly. So I'm just really curious to know exactly what happened. Yeah, we may never get like we're not going to get any any specifics until somebody's charged, because I think they just don't want to release information while there's a pending you know, potential for a case, which I understand. Um, but. I'm just, and you know, don't don't kill me for this public, but I would love to see. Damn it, that just made me sad. I was about to say Charlie Murphy and uh, Dave Chappelle do a, a real Hollywood story reenactment of this night, but rest in peace to Charlie Murphy. Remember how yeah. Dave Chappelle used to do those skits? Where yeah, be, I, I remember. Somebody's gonna do that shit at some point. Um, all right, off that though. But yeah, what that, they need to do is they need to hire Takashi Six Nine and see what he can find out. Bro, isn't that your cousin? Nah, bro. You sure? Hell no. Nah. All right, man. I'm just. I had to make sure. You know, you're already related to DJ Khaled, so you know, I, I had. To, <laughs> I got to make sure. You guys kind of look alike. You count my cousin, bro. <laughs> All right, what's up, bro? What we got next? Uh, you tell me. We we don't really have much plan. I mean, that we didn't really have much plan. We're just like you said, shooting the shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I really ain't got much else, bro. It's it's. The thing is, uh, and it's funny that we start this show now, right? During, because like in the height of quarantine, I had, I would have had so much shit to say uh, and just get off my chest. But I think ultimately, like with everything that's going on in politics, I guess this is the thing that we want to go, that I want to go to, and not to make it overly serious or not, because I honestly think, listen, I'm voting Biden all day, more than likely. He'd have to do some crazy shit. But I won't lie if I didn't say, God damn. Goddamn Trump hasn't mastered the art of the diss track, basically, bro. Like, he's cutting promos. Have you seen some of his campaign videos of Biden? Like, when Biden's nodding off, like, sleeping, he's like, what happened to Biden? Like, that, the first time I saw that, I was watching a YouTube video and it came up. And I'm not going to lie, 
I laughed my motherfucking ass off, bro. That's he's got, he got that from his days with doing work with WB. I, what I'm saying is, what fuck the debate. Let's get a versus between Trump and Biden. <laughs> Let's get that shit popping, bro. Who would moderate? Who would moderate that? We could get um Sway. No, we could get um. You gotta be what's Cardi B. Charlemagne. Charlemagne oh. the God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Cardi B is too one sided. Ah, uh, yeah, true, true. Oh man, that shit is hilarious, man. Like to see these two old men, bro. Like stoop down. The pettiness level of these old bastards is fucking hilarious, man. While we're on the subject of Cardi B, I know this is sort of old news, but what are your what are your thoughts with that whole craze when when WAP came out and people were tripping about the song and and just people are like, oh, you know, getting all snowflakey. First of all, if they didn't do this shit when Rump Shaker came out, you could shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like, like for I mean, real. So many other songs came up before. Back that like ass that. up, Rump yeah. Shaker, uh, uh, Wobble Wobble, uh, Tip my Drill. Neck, my back. But my tip yeah, drill. like first of all, it, no video is gonna be as bad as the Tip Drill video. The man I took mean, his it, credit card and swiped so the bad. swiped the lady's ass. That yeah. was all time in history. Oh, that is, bro. Go ahead. I just remembered another one, and this shit was mad. Like, I don't want to say underground, but do you remember White Girls? No. It was like, I like, after we finished recording, look it up. It was a dude, and he's like, the song is literally called I Like White Girls. Mm-hmm. and But it would only come on BET like after 11 o'clock at night. What, yo, it's from like, I don't even, I can't even remember what year it was, but after you, when you're done recording, just look it up and you'll see. But yeah, I mean, there's been so much shit. But again, it has to do with what we were talking about, Steve Nash, before. Yeah. Like, I feel like people are way too sensitive. Oversensitive. Sen- yeah. Pe- like my thing is, listen, y'all, somebody, everybody just needs to get some dick or some pussy and just shut the fuck up. Like for real, just shut the fuck up. Like, so you're saying you're saying like dick and pussy like um, levels the the sensitivity. <laughs> it, that's what you're saying. I'm just saying everybody's sitting around acting all tense. Like I get it, we're in quarantine, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, but everybody just needs to shut the fuck up. That's all I got to say. I'm so tired of motherfuckers just saying shit to say shit. Like no, bro. Fuck these motherfuckers. Like, I hate you niggas and you white people. I hate all you motherfuckers. And, bro, you, you I call you nigga all the time. But you, generally, in life, I don't use the word nigga a lot. It has to be some either I'm in the, I'm talking to somebody I'm really, really cool with or some dramatic ass shit for me to say. Like, fame, fame used to be the only person who can constantly get the word nigga out of me because the motherfucker is crazy. But that's how I feel about the world right now. Y'all niggas need to shut the fuck up. Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't know how to respond to that. You just told me to shut the fuck up. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Not what you, you motherfucker. We're fucking recording the podcast. You can't shut the fuck up. You got to talk. You got to talk. Make your mind up, bro. Yeah, shut the fuck up. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I, d- again, I'm... Every time we do this, I'm sure we're going to bring up different reasons of how some asshole is sensitive. And it's not one particular They're asshole sensitive. They got they make cream for that, bro. Preparation H. Yeah. Yeah. Get that. Yo, what's preparation H? Anyone listening? What's good with that sponsorship, bro? <laughs> show. But yeah, man, um, it's that's just the world we live in. And God, uh, I don't even want to know what it's going to be like, like two years from now, because I feel like it's going to just continue to get worse and worse and worse. So it is what it is. Yeah. How do you think this damn uh, this election is going to go? I think, and I've said this from the beginning, I think not only is Donald Trump going to win, I think this is going to be one of the biggest margins of victory in the history of elections. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead ass. 
See, I would, I would, I was honestly on board. I would have been on board with that opinion before the George Floyd thing and and everything hit an all time high. I really do think that people are just fed up and tired. Now, does that mean that that is going to show in the vote? I don't know, but I, I like before this, I thought there was zero chance um, Trump wasn't well. Trump was not going to get elected. I thought it was like a sure thing. Now it's like I still think he's going more than likely to get reelected, but it's like a 30, 70 percent chance. Man, I say fuck both of them, yo. Freaking give me Siri. Siri has never led me astray. Ever. Give me Siri. So that would mean that so because Siri's owned by Apple, you want Apple to defuck run the country Def- run the country. You said defuck? What does that mean? Well, how does is that how does defuck is like is that like anal? Like reverse? I don't I'm confused. No, D- to defuck somebody? Yeah. No. Okay. So the way that the way that like you unfuck. The, the, yeah. The the way that you unfuck them, right? Is you have you have. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. we like get canceled the first episode. We get canceled. I, I, it's funny how my brain works because the moment you said that, like this whole scenario immediately popped up. My dark and twisted, crazy ass mind. That's why I call it that because the I No, I'm not gonna say it though. So I'm assuming that in the description there's gonna be an e there. Yeah, somewhere. Okay, okay. I, I assume for explicit. So. All right. You oh, bro. Before we go, uh, you did mention that you wanted to talk about the I stand with Sophie thing. Do you want to talk? We about are that? not talking about that. <laughs> <I'm> not- <laughs> <laughs> I, I specifically just no, no, <laughs> bro, bro. What's wrong with you, bro? You sick fuck. All this shit we talk about. Oh, bro. Um, I know you want to talk about what that uh, I stand with Sophie. <laughs> Like, bro, time and place, bro. Time and place, please, uh, bro. Uh, Shit. We talk, you room. went from talking about a WAP to staying with Sophie? <laughs> hey. Uh. Woo. That is hilarious. Oh, man. Okay, before we go, just as a part of the story, bro, because I know you don't be on Twitter for real, and I know you're probably going to go look at this. So your brother got into back and forth on Twitter last night, right? My brother? Me. Me. Oh, me, oh. Me, your brother, me. Okay, okay. Um. <laughs> not Q. About what? Not Q, because if Q got in the back and forth on Twitter, it's not just going to be Q, because I jump in that shit immediately. For real, but well, uh, because yeah, like Q's me. just so like for to see Q get into into it with somebody, I know that my other motherfucker did something wrong, because I just see <laughs> Q is just being like, you know what, fuck you, I don't have time for you. That's exactly how he yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I ain't got time for this shit. Um, <laughs> but he literally said, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> But so I was listening to this this podcast. I'm not gonna mention the name of it because they don't they don't deserve the time on any of my platforms for the name. And Shapiro. <laughs> and so I'm listening to it, and on this podcast, this dude's basically saying that any woman who's educated, has a career, has no worth. Thirteen Correct. minutes into the podcast. So Agreed. so I immediately tweeted, I'm like, I made it I may, only made it through 13 minutes of this podcast. I like I said, bro, you were intimidated by women. So this turned into a whole thing. Oh, uh, you hit him up? Yeah, yeah. I, I direct. I'm direct. I added him and everything. All right. So um so in the in the back and forth, we went back and forth for about an hour not on Twitter. Uh he, he basically said that if a woman isn't barefoot and pregnant, I asked specifically, I said, so are you saying that if a woman isn't barefoot and pregnant, she has no value? He said, yes, that's what I'm saying. So then I followed I followed this up by asking him, I said, well, are you even married? He said, yes. So, boom, come today, this morning, somebody pulls receipts. A woman whose DMC slid in, he said, oh, no, I just lied to him because I wanted to win the argument. What a fucking idiot, bro. But get this. 
Then she, when she posted the receipts of that, because she posted it on on the public page or whatever, he then posted a picture of him and his wife. Turns out he actually is married, but he was in this woman's DMs trying to holler at her and other women. What funny. I want to know is what does his wife do for a living? Uh, she's ugly though. She's ugly no, as shit. I, they don't have well, a neck I, between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, what does she do? Like, she got a good job. Like, is he trying to get like a PS5 from her or what? I don't know, bro. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. First of all, that's just stupid. But that really pisses me off on a different level, though, because like you're you, you love this platform podcasting like you have a love for pot. I don't even think my love for podcasting is as much as yours and not even a, not even a, lo- a love, but like a, a full respect for it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's using the platform for bullshit, I understand wanting downloads and wanting you know people to listen to your content. But there's a way to go go about doing that. You don't have to lie. And the fact that he was able to do something, say something outlandish, where if he has any common sense, he would have had to know that there's going to be some sort of backlash. That's the sort of smoke that, that's not even smoke. That's just fucking being stupid. He wasn't ready for the smoke I brought, bro. That's all I'm going to say with that shit. Um, that's, right. just, that's, just, that's just unbelievable and, <laughs> and stupid. I mean... <laughs> We have no Twitter for this podcast yet. We got no Instagram. We got no email. We got none of that shit. We ain't got shit to plug but our, our personal pages. So, JB, go give them your social media so we get the fuck, fuck up out of here. <laughs> what was that? That was me trying to hold in the burp. I didn't want to, like, burp on the microphone. All right. There you go. I slapped my dick on the microphone, but I won't, I won't burp on the microphone. You want to talk about um? You want to talk about the, the that that other news article now? <laughs> anyway, I can be reached on Twitter at the P one JB. That's at T H E P one JB. You can also find me on Facebook, Javin Basharula, and uh, yeah, that's it. I don't have Instagram because I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes, C E O H A I Z E, on any and every social media platform that I want you to follow me on. So there's some some shit I don't want y'all to follow me on. I'm just gonna be honest. OnlyFans. Well, no, I would want them to follow me on OnlyFans so I can get that money, bitch. What do you do on your OnlyFans? What, uh, what sort of content can they expect? I fuck women's feet. I oil them up real good, and then you like put them together, and then you know, like so where the arches meet, and there's that space in between. You just fuck the hell out of it. You ever try like in between the arms like this? Yeah, it's, right? it's not the same. It's not the same. No, not the same. Not different the same. feeling. Yeah, different. Feeling. Gotcha. It's too soft. Gotcha. But okay. does, it matter, does, it, does it matter which which foot or anything or not? It depends. It depends on the on the foot. You got to judge it per per foot basis. Interesting. Interesting. I'm sure all the women listening are glad to hear that. I'm sure your OnlyFans is just gonna blow the fuck up now yeah. after that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we we are we like I said, maybe next episode we have uh, some social media for this podcast. But as of right now, go and follow us, you motherfuckers. We'll see you people whenever we do another episode. Peace. Later. This goes out to you and you and you and you. This goes out to you. This goes out to you. This goes out to you. 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 Uh. Your reign on the top was short like leprechauns as I crush so called Willie's thugs and rapidons. Uh. Get in that ass quick, fast like Ramadan. It's that rap phenomenon. Don Dada. Fuck Papa. You got to call me Francis M.H. White intake like toast. Toe iron. Was told in shootouts. Stay low and keep firing. Keep extra clips for extra shit. Who's next to flip on that cat with that grip on rap? The most shady. Frankie, baby. Ain't no telling where I may be. May see me in D.C. at Howard Homecoming with my man Capone drumming fucking something. You should know.